Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study, only about 13 minutes every day, seven days a week. But even that short period of time gets us into God's Word every single day. And that's vital for our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So the more we're in God's Word, even for that short period of time each day, the stronger we remain in our faith and even grow stronger in our faith. Well, you know people in your life who need to grow in their faith, don't you? You know people who need to come to God, don't you? Probably some within your own family, in fact. Help them. Help them by sharing these short studies every day through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can every day. You may help somebody grow in their faith. You may help somebody come to God. You may help somebody turn their life around and get to heaven. What a great blessing for them. But it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're in a very serious line of thought and study. We're talking about, oh, the cultural meltdown of our nation. Let me put it another way the self-destruction of our nation. Because of our growing immorality, our growing tendency, well, not just a tendency, our growing push by some within influential circles to push us away from God and godliness as a national and moral conscience. Yes, that's happening. It's happening, we might say, at breakneck speed right now. I've used as a basis for this particular line of thought and study Matthew chapter 23 and particularly verse 37. But here Jesus, as he was coming toward the end of his ministry on this earth and he was about to go to the cross, he looked over the city of Jerusalem, which was simply representative of Israel as a nation, but it's the people, not the national geographic identity the people. They should have been ready for Jesus to come. They had the Old Testament prophecies about the coming Savior. They had the Old Testament law of Moses. They had all of those Old Testament scriptures that were preparing them for Jesus to come as the Savior, the prophesied Messiah. But when he came, the vast majority of them rejected him. They did not believe he was, he was or is the Son of God. They turned away from him and ultimately instigated his crucifixion. And so as he was coming toward that particular time, he looked over the city of Jerusalem and he uttered this lament, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings but you were not willing. And then in verse 38, he said, see your house is left to you desolate. Well, how about changing the identity Jerusalem, Jerusalem to America, America? Oh, America, America. The one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. Well, we don't go around killing preachers killing teachers of God's word physically, but we demean them often. 
our cultural mindset has gotten to the point where we put down people who stand up for righteousness, and we laud people. We praise people who are taking up unrighteous lifestyles, ungodly lifestyles. Somebody says some lifestyle is sin. Oh, that person, we, we say, that's a hater. That's a bigot. That's a narrow-minded weirdo. But the person who is living in outright sinfulness, outright sinful lifestyle, outright immoral lifestyle, oh, that's, that's a hero. And I'm not exaggerating very little at all. Jerusalem, Israel's house was left desolate. Yeah, the very next chapter, Jesus, chapter 24 in Matthew, Matthew's gospel account, he predicts, he prophesies the fall the destruction of Jerusalem, and it happened just as prophesied within about 40 years from the day that he uttered these words. We think we're the greatest superpower, the greatest, strongest, richest nation on earth. That can all come tumbling down if we don't pay attention to our moral fiber, to our cultural mindset. Oh, America, America, What if God turns away from us? We're not self-sufficient. We need God's blessings. And all of the good that we enjoy, that we think is natural good, natural benefits, natural resources as a nation, those are all blessings from God. James chapter 1 and verse 17, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. We are not the creators of our nation, of our land. God did that. Our nation is in a state of crisis, and I'm not exaggerating. I'm not overstating the case. Our economy is in a shambles right now, up and down, back and forth. People don't know which way to turn. Inflation is at a 40-year high. And many products are in short supply due to a constricted supply chain. Our present political structure is characterized by animosity, hatred, irrationality, flagrant deceit, obsession over power, and a lack of pure wisdom. And our government seems largely out of touch. And I'm talking about across the land, local, state, and national governments. And therefore, fundamentally incapable of doing what it was designed to do effectively and consistently. The animosity and hatred that are, not, that are there, they're not limited to our politicians, though many of them are major contributors to the wider effect of such animosity and hatred. Our very culture right now is immersed in animosity, immersed in hatred, confrontation, and those uncontrolled emotions have led to waves of violence. And much of the violence has been spontaneous, reactionary to some event or some news or some happening. But much of it has been thoughtfully planned and purposeful and instigated by individuals and groups with specific goals to rise in power. Our national news media, what a joke. 
supposed to be the watchdogs for our society, they're, lar- they're largely culpable for the animosity and the hatred and the chaos themselves. Their bias is obvious, and you can go across the board as to whichever network news you happen to tune into. They've digressed, they've digressed from reporting news to creating news. Whatever does not fit their agenda, well, it's given brief or slanted attention or ignored altogether. Their trustworthiness in the eyes of the people is abysmally low. Violence is not the only problem in our culture right now, not even the biggest problem. The central problem, simply stated, is immorality. Immorality. Most people probably think of that term in relation to sexual immorality, but that's only one form of immorality. The dictionary definition, simply put, is contrary to accepted moral principles. Well, hatred, animosity, unprovoked violence, stealing, lying, deceit, cheating, murder, to name just a few, all qualify as immoral acts. Yet, these practices are becoming more and more common within our nation today. Again, our nation, our cultural reality right now could be described rightly to a great degree as in a state of chaos. We're in a cultural meltdown. Our culture has come to give immorality in general just a wink and a nod. With few exceptions, immorality has become acceptable. Prevailing immorality will degrade, degrade any culture. And that is exactly what is happening to our culture, to our nation right now. Why? Our political structure, our national and local governments, our court system, our education system, our media, our societal thinking have all largely pushed God out of the picture. But our mind, culture itself, is not a vacuum. And when we push God out, the devil automatically moves in. The less we practice morality, the more immoral we naturally become. When godliness no longer characterizes our thinking and our lifestyle, immorality, ungodliness, naturally takes its place. Evil takes over. It's a natural process. It's happening before our very eyes. We need to open our eyes to this reality. Think about what the scriptures teach as the reality of the world, of humanity, in the days of Noah. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only, only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. Genesis chapter 6, verses 5 and 6. We know the rest of the story, don't we? As a nation and culture, we're losing our spiritual identity. To a great degree, we've already lost it. 
Let's not delude ourselves by thinking there will be no consequences. The consequences are already happening and are, and are evident all around us. We are digressing as a good nation. But this is what happens when a people remove God from their mind. We need to open our eyes and come to reality. Let's pray. Father in heaven, help us to open our eyes as a people, as a nation, as a culture, to see the self-destructive direction in which we're headed and to come to our senses and turn to you, Father, for guidance, for strength, for deliverance, for salvation. Please forgive us, gracious Father. And we pray in Jesus' name, amen.